You're listening to the Unicorn Business Podcast, because there are millions of business owners, but only one magical you. I'm Safina, your host and business coach. Stay tuned to learn everything you need to know to become the unicorn in your industry. Hey guys. So this week we have a lot going on and I just wanted to start the episode by saying Happy birthday to my husband, Craig. He's turning 40 today. It's a pretty big milestone. And um, if you remember just a couple episodes back, we had my son Carter's ninth birthday. And so if you're wondering, yes, they're both Geminis. And yes, it is lots of fun and lots of craziness having two Gemini men in my house. I don't know what it is, but I like, I love Geminis. (laughs) So if any of you follow astrology, then you'll understand that. I love the little, I love the crazy side of Gemini's. So it's his birthday where we have so much planned for like the summer and I'm really loving too. Another thing that I did was really getting clear on like what I'm working during the summer. And so I've been able to go into my days of work and into my hours of work, like very intentional and get my stuff done and then also just be like completely off the hook when I'm not working and it's cleared up so much of the summer drama that always like comes up every year <laughs> when the kids are home. So we got that going on, we've got camps going on. And lastly, if you've been following along at all, my 75 hard challenge is almost over. I'm pretty sure everyone around me is like completely sick of hearing about it, but <laughs> Um, I, I had so many chances to give up. I'm so proud of myself now. I think it was like, it was really, really difficult when you get to the 50 day mark and you realize that like you thought 50 day was 50 days was going to be really far into it. And then you realize you still have 25 more days and you're like, Whoa, I don't know if I can do this, but I didn't give up. I didn't give in to all of the temptations I had to quit. So I'm going to finish it off this week. I only have a few more days and then it's it'll be over on Thursday and then I can tell everybody that I did it and never have to do it again. <laughs> so that's all the exciting things that are going on for the summer and let's get into today's topic. So I know that my people are just like me, super into self-development. As soon as I found out about self-development, I was like, let me eat this up. I wanted to read every single book. I want to listen to every podcast. I want to do all of the like energy work, just anything woo, anything spiritual. I'm like all in for it. And so I know my clients are like that too and very much like excited about all of this work. And so this is something that I notice happens a lot when we start getting really deep into coaching, self-help, self-coaching, all of that stuff is we, this happened to me as well. (laughs) Like, um, when I first started and it was basically just getting feeling like becoming so aware of what's going on in my life, in my brain, in my body, like my feelings and stuff and my thoughts that I started to be kind of like consumed with being like, you know, I got to feel my feelings. And it was just like all these feelings came up and all of these thoughts came up and I was so hyper aware of them. But I felt like I was just kind of like in a cycle of just doing them, just being aware of them over and over again and like waking up every day and still being the same person. And so it was almost a little bit more difficult. Like this phase, if you get in this phase, it's like you think about the first phase where most people are, is that like most people don't have the awareness that they can 
think about their thoughts. <laughs> like they're just thinking, right? And they don't have the awareness that their thoughts are optional and that, you know, like they're caused by their upbringing and trauma and that maybe they're not all like true, that they can all be questioned, right? And so like that's the first phase where humans are just kind of like checking out and not being aware and just going about their day and like being basically in ignorance is bliss mode. (laughs) But then the second part is like you start to find out about all of this and you start being like, wow, I'm really fucked up. Like, wow, I had no idea I had all these really negative things that I think that I believe about myself, about my worth, about what's possible for me. And so when you get in that phase, like I've noticed that it's it can feel like you just get stuck coaching yourself on the same thing every single day. And so I want to talk about what to do instead if you if you feel like you keep having the same problems and the same like limiting belief patterns keep coming up for you. So the thing when I was going through this cycle and I was just kind of like every day I'd be like, "Oh, there I am again. <laughs> there are all of my shitty beliefs." Um is to have is to direct your brain into a sense of possibility. It's basically that. It's to put as much work as you do looking at who you are today into also intentionally going into who you want to be in the future. And what I've noticed is that a lot of people do not spend time doing that or they do maybe like one or the other where it doesn't feel like a bridge. It feels like this big jump. Like you have who you are today and you have all these shitty thoughts. And then some people like go into, you know, like affirmations and going completely to the other side, but there's no like, there's no moving slowly from the negative thought over to the intentional. And so it like, I think it just creates a little bit of you, your body doesn't actually believe it. Your subconscious isn't actually believing it if you're just going straight to affirmation. So you want to be going intentionally into your future, into who you're going to be, and then coming back and like reigning the person that you are today in. Like the person that you are today, coming back and handling all of those thoughts and those objections to who you are becoming and the limits and the negative beliefs and all of that. You want to be like working, you want those two versions of your identity to be working together. So you see what I mean? It's very much like, I think we really tend to do one or the other. Like, I think if you're listening to this even, you could you could probably identify which one you spend more time doing. Do you spend more time being aware of your thoughts and just being like, oh, yep, I'm feeling depressed today. I'm feeling depressed tomorrow. <laughs> I'm feeling not good enough right now. Like, or do you spend a lot of time being like, okay, I want to be a multimillionaire and you're just kind of like off in that direction and you're kind of just like, I don't know how to get there from where I am today. Okay, so this is how you do it. This is how I do it for my clients. And what I want you to be aware of is that these are all the things that could come up for you too, okay? So you want to be intentional. You want to be in possibility. You want to be tapped into that part of your soul that called you to start a business, like that part of you exists, right? Obviously, you thought it was a good idea at some point. You thought you were capable enough to go through the motions of starting the business. So there is a part of you that completely believes in yourself and knows that this is possible for you. And then there's that very real scared part of you that just isn't, 
isn't there yet, right? So you want to tap into that future you because that person is always there. And in fact, if like the multi, I don't know, like the universe theory where time doesn't exist and everything exists at the exact same time, like you might literally be existing at the same time as the future you is existing. So like you might literally be able to communicate with that version of yourself in just like a different timeline basically. I know I got a little bit woo there. And in order to know who you are becoming, you kind of have to know what you want, right? And so I also find that it's like an issue where it's hard for some people to know what they want if you have been taught that you can't get what you want and you like don't even know what you want. So you, so some possible things that could come up are like, you just don't know what you want. Like you're like, okay, tap into the future, future version of myself. I don't even know what that person is going to be. Like, I don't even know who I want that person to be. I don't even know what I want out of my life or where I want to be or what I want to be doing. You could have that. You could have like not having access to your desire. So if you have turned off your desire for so long and you've just like told yourself all the time, you can't have that. Um, you shouldn't want that. Things like that. You might not have access to it. You don't trust your desire. <laughs> like you think that it is wrong or you're, it's like shameful or that you should be doing like, like you don't trust yourself and you think that like you should be doing what your parents or the world told you to do. Um, another possible problem is that it could seem like it, it feels like a little bit fake. This is how I used to feel. I used to feel like if I'm like sitting here and I'm feeling extremely out of belief a certain day and then I'm just like bringing myself to the place where I have everything that I wanted and I'm just the person that I wanted to be, it feels very like not genuine. Like how do you know that that's really going to happen? <laughs> you know, like what if it just never happens and you're just like being lying to yourself, stuff like that. Um, it feels like you're glossing over your thoughts. And then the last problem that could come up is that it still feels bad. Like you're sitting here and you have a very real emotion of like, defeat or disappointment or something bad just happened in your business and you have to carry that emotion in your body and you're like, well, this doesn't feel right. I don't think I'm doing it right because I, my future self like wouldn't feel this way. I want to talk about that too. So what, this is like what I really work on with my clients. These are things that come up in session that are just like kind of objections to what we talked about, the solution that we talked about, which is just tapping into your future self, comforting your current self. Those are the objections that we just talked about that kind of like get in the way of that. And so here is how we overcome those things. Number one, we have to undo the idea from the manifesting world, from the self-help world that's very much like bad feelings are bad. That is a huge one that I think a lot of us have fallen victim to at some point, believing that like if we are experiencing, if we allow ourselves to experience a bad feeling, then we are putting out a bad vibration and we're putting out bad energy and we're going to attract bad energy. And it's really not the case. Like our bodies are made to like emotion is the word energy and motion, right? Our bodies are made to process that stuff. And so when we don't let ourselves process it because we're scared, what we do is we actually just like kind of suppress it and trap it in our body for longer. And I would say that's what doesn't work. <laughs> that's 
that's what doesn't work for manifesting. What does work is like being very aware and allowing that to be there and not resisting it and letting it move through your body. And, you know, it's like the way that kids process their emotions is so beautiful. And then we get socialized that, you know, if we're feeling like crying and we have to get up and go to work in the morning, like we better push it back in. And, or if we just had something happen to us and we're out at a party, an event, like we better push it back in because I was not an appropriate time to be upset or to be mad or any of those things. So it's really just like starting to become aware of when emotions are coming up for you and starting to create space for yourself like you did when you were a child. Like, you know, kids just have tantrums wherever they want to, whenever they want to. And to let yourself process through things a lot faster so that it's not trapped in your body. The second thing is that you can be doing all of this work and tapping into your future self while your current self feels extremely bad. And especially if you haven't allowed yourself to process emotions, then you might have like a little bit of catching up to do. Like you might have a little bit of residual stuff hanging around and you might have to just be okay with letting that be there. And so like, I think a lot of us feel like it's a problem. Obviously, I mean, I think as humans, we try to avoid feeling bad at all costs and it just feels like it's something's gone wrong. Something's a problem, but it's really just okay. It's okay if you feel bad for an entire week. It's okay if you feel bad for an entire month. And obviously that's different for everybody, but like you want to know, you want to become aware of just not pushing against it and not always telling yourself that like something is wrong with you or you're doing it wrong if you do happen to feel bad while you're doing this process. And then the only way to be able to do all of those things with the feelings, you notice like the feelings are such a huge part of, it's kind of funny because we're talking about like you got to be able to redirect yourself, but allowing those feelings that you have today to pass through you are is such a huge part of that because it's going to be very difficult to tap into your future self when you have a bunch of stuff that you're just not looking at that you're not feeling under the surface. So you want to clear that out. You want your body to be like a vessel that's just open and like ready for that future you to come out and to feel like to tap into that and really be able to feel that in your body. You can't do that if your body's like clogged up with all of the old stuff. So the last thing that like we really have to do is learn how to slow ourselves down. And that's another thing that like I think our society, especially being an American myself, like I don't know if everybody here, I, I think like there are people from other countries and stuff and I, I don't think everybody does it this way. But being in a society like this, we're so overbooked and we're just like we hate to be in that state where we actually can process the emotions. We feel really resistant to rest and we just overbook ourselves. So learning where you are just overscheduling yourself, learning to feel comfortable sitting down and resting and not sleeping, but like resting and allowing your bad stuff to come up, like that is rest. And so that's like such an important part too, is that if you have a pattern of always having yourself just have so much on your plate, you're obviously not going to have time to do that. And you're not going to have time to be with your body when it needs you to process things. So I've noticed that as I've gotten better at this, 
I am so much more aware now. Like I, I'll just know I'll be a little bit busy and then I'll notice, okay, you got kind of busy there and your body's like needs to catch up and you need to like literally just close your blinds and sit in your bed in the dark and be alone and maybe cry. Like it's just like you got to take that time every few days or so because your body stores that up. Okay. Now that we've cleared out all of the negative stuff, let's get to the fun part. <laughs> I promise it does get fun at some point. If this is where you start to figure out who is the person that I am tapping into. And some of us are, you know, I think we all have different levels of awareness based on how we were raised, based on how we allow ourselves to like want and dream and think about our future, um, how aware we are of this person. And of course, like your your view of this person will change as you make progress and get older and realize more of who you are. So of course, it's like always something that can change, but you want to just get really used to like allowing yourself to dream, really noticing what speaks to you, really noticing what makes your body feel like lit up and really noticing what things make you feel like you could just do it forever, for hours and hours and hours. And it's just play and it's just fun. And, you know, really tapping into like, who do you want to be? Who do you want your family to be, how do you want it to be? Like how much money do you want to make for your family? What kinds of things would you love to provide to your kids and your spouse and all of those things? Like just really allowing yourself to want without the boundaries of like, who did I grow up as? How am I going to do that? You never, you don't want to think about any of that stuff when you're allowing yourself to dream. (laughs) That's like the worst way to allow yourself to dream because what will happen is that your soul or whatever will put things on you, will put desires on you that actually do feel impossible. And if you're not careful and you're not looking out for it, you'll just be like, oh, that's like, that's definitely not what I want because it's not possible. So you want to allow yourself to want things that are completely out of the world, like extraordinary, crazy things. And that you have no idea how to do and you have no idea how it's going to happen. And that is how you know you're on the right track. If you're really not aware and you're like, I have no idea what I want still, some other ways, like some other tips that I have for you is notice where you get jealous of people. This is like such a big one. If you find yourself having jealousy, that definitely means that this thing was also meant for you or like whatever it is, like the feeling, the relationship, the thing, the money, the whatever it is, it was meant for you if you're feeling jealous. And that's like the best indicator that that is something that you also want and can have. Um, Notice what things you would allow yourself to have if you had more money, things like that. Um, If your parents or siblings or friends didn't exist to judge you. (laughs) So kind of like sometimes Um, I like to imagine like what if you were just in an alternate universe and you didn't know anybody there and you could just become whoever you wanted to be in the future. Like you could just become whoever you wanted to be. And there like you wouldn't have all these groups of people who would have thoughts about it. Like it would just be you and you could just go out there and be the new you and no one would even know that that wasn't who you used to be. And the last thing I really stress to my clients to stop doing is just like identifying with the shitty thoughts, okay? This is 
what we are supposed to go through as humans. I've had some interesting, um, what's the word? Meditations lately where I've been talking to like my spirit. I don't know if it's like my spirit or my spirit guides or what I want to call it, but like I've been having like some interesting conversations and this, like we really are meant to be just humans who have very messy thoughts. And I think the most common thing that I can say without a doubt of everyone that comes to work with me is that everyone thinks that they're very like uniquely special with all of their shitty thoughts and like it's definitely not fixable for them. And just starting to come to terms with the fact that we are all humans and we all are going to have to experience these like beliefs and these limiting things for the rest of our lives. And we do live in a body that like is not an eternal body, obviously, like our body, like we have limits, right? We have, we're not able to do, we're not able to just be like these magical spiritual creatures that we are maybe in our soul or that like we are in, I don't know, whatever, however you want to think of our spirits, right? So it's very common to have really bad feelings and really bad thoughts about yourself. And it doesn't mean that you are Like it's a you thing. It just means that you are a human and your ego will want to identify with it, but it's literally all a story that your little human brain and body has come up with. And I think it's part of like the school of life that we go through is just like to experience building that story up. And then we as like empowered people get to practice cutting it back down and questioning it and just like redoing everything in our brain because we also have the power to do that as well. So we're, you know, we get like all these unintentional things and we also have the power to reroute it. Um, when you die, the story dies. <laughs> Isn't that so interesting? Like when you're gone, the story that you had about yourself, like that's not going to go on with you. The thing that will probably, I don't know what you believe in, but what I believe in is that the thing that will like last eternally is the part of you that is limitless and knows that you were meant for all of these things and knows that you're so valuable to this world. So who is left of you when you go on to the next life? Like who is that person? Who is that thing that's inside you when you were born and before you were born and after you die? These are all good things to ponder. And one last tool that I use a lot is to keep tapping into the part of yourself that like knows and that has experienced already in your life overcoming impossible things, getting through things that you never thought were fixable, right? Like healing parts of you, changing parts of your personality that you never thought would change. You can always tap into that when it feels like you, like the bridge to who you're becoming is just way too impossible and like way too out there and not doable. So I promise it's all supposed to feel that way. And there's always like, if you can get quiet enough, there will always be that part of you in there that knows that this is all true. Like knows everything that I just said was true. Like you are meant to do amazing work in this world. You are valuable. There's so many people that are just waiting to find you and like have your service or your business, whatever value you have, like they're waiting to be able to experience it from you and only a way that you can do it. And you just have to keep like 
allowing yourself the space and the quietness to be able to tap into that so that you can get yourself through these times when your little human body doesn't believe and doesn't know what in the world is going on. So that's all I have for you this week. (laughs) And I will talk to you next week. Have a great week. If you're ready to stand out and charge more, you can work with me now in my one-on-one coaching program. Click the link in the show notes to book your consultation call. And to learn more about creating your unicorn brand, make sure you're keeping up in our Facebook community called The Unicorn Business. You can find the group also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.